This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. Here's your host, Jeremy Wolf. Hello, hello. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Good Neighbor Podcast. I'm your host, Jeremy Wolf, and I am joined here today by Rose Sklar. Rose is with the Sklar team. Rose, thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having me. Now, it's our pleasure, and thanks to our listeners for tuning in. So please, Rose, tell us a little bit about the Sklar Group. Well, I am a 35-year veteran in real estate, hailing from New Jersey. I began my career in 1989 at the age of 25 years old um, and brought my career down to South Florida in 2001, where I joined my husband, Dean, where we started the Sklar team. Um, Majority of our business is in West uh, Broward County, in particular, Weston, Davie, Cooper City, Southwest Ranches. Um, and I've been working for Caldwell Banker for 21 years. So I'm a person who believes a lot in loyalty to company. I'm working for one of the global leaders um, that pretty much no matter where you live in the, the globe, you know, you've heard of Caldwell Banker. So I like to bring that to the table for our clients. Very nice. And you're doing primarily residential or do you also handle commercial? We are primarily residential. I've been growing the team for the last 10 years, which now includes my 27-year-old son, Cody, who is director of operations and is bringing us into the new century, um, making me do my reels and social media and all the fun things like TikTok that I do not want to do is now coming to the table because I got to not only include the boomers and the Gen X's and the millennials and also the Gen Z. So this is a family business and um, looking for some legacy here so that eventually I will fade out as I'm nearing my 60th birthday in less than two weeks. And I'm looking for a lot of travel coming my way as I train my wonderful son in the fantastic business of real estate, which is you could do it to the day you die, I believe. So it's a good one. Well, uh, well, happy pre-birthday coming up Thank for you. you. That's exciting. I got one coming up myself. Not not quite 60 yet, but it's, well, it's yeah, rapidly it approaching for me. Money. It comes pretty quick. <laughs> yeah, it does. It definitely creeps up on you. And yes. uh, yeah, it, it's nice that you have family to work with and, and a little bit of youth to uh, expose your business through these new channels that are arriving every day. It's, it's uh, the rabbit hole runs deep, as I like to say. There is oh, yeah. so many different ways to reach people and it can be... Uh, very overwhelming to deal with. So that's nice that you have uh, your son getting in and, and dealing with that for you. Yes. And I actually listen to him. He loves that. He's like, mom, you're actually listening. I've done a lot of therapy on that. I have to be quiet. I pause now. I listen mindfully and I respond. I no longer react. So that's something I learned during COVID to shut my mouth and listen with my ears because that's why you have two ears and one mouth. So more important to listen than to speak. Absolutely. I'm, I'm, I'm starting to learn that myself. It took, it only took me 43 years. Well, that's why I'm 60 and I know, see, I can teach you a lot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, the wisdom definitely comes with age. It's still, still a challenge with my nine and 11 year old trying to uh, just listen and hear what they have to say and not react. But. Well, I mean, you need to direct at that age, but once they get older and they're adults, you really need to sit beside them and no longer be in control. And I think as a mother, um, it's hard to release that control over your children, <laughs> but I learned how to do it and it's working. So 
enjoy it while you have the steering wheel, Jeremy, because the steering wheel, you become a passenger eventually. Oh, I feel it. I feel it happening already with my daughter in middle school now. So, oh, God bless. Enjoy it while I can. (laughs) So, 35 years in real estate, hailing from New Jersey. I'm at what part of New Jersey are you from? I am from North Jersey, kind of near Paramus. So, the shopping capital of the world, 35 minutes outside of Manhattan. So, I, I grew up there and I married my high school sweetheart. We actually went to prom together. Oh, that's Paramus Park, right? Yes, Paramus Park. I'm from, I'm originally from New York, Rockland County. So I I lived in Suffern for a little while. I remember going from time to time to Paramus Park. But actually, the reason I asked why you're, where in New Jersey you're from, I'm going up to see my brother for Christmas. He lives in Rutherford. Oh, my daughter lives in Jersey City. She is a musical theater performer. So she's right outside of Manhattan and she just turned 30. So. Definitely the place to be for theater performance, for sure. Yes, it is. Yeah, it's great. I just saw her a week ago, so I miss her. All right. So so 35 years in real estate, clearly you have a a lot of knowledge and expertise. I always, every time I have a realtor on the show, I Mm -hmm. always ask them to pull out their crystal ball, if you will. Mm -hmm. Tell our listeners where you think where you think the market is going. I know uh, mm-hmm. obviously it's been a, a wild ride, and you've you've lived through many wild rides throughout the yes. course of your career. But think property values are still up there, right? Oh yeah, like they are, are going to continue to go up. I believe that South Florida, in particular, has turned into a California market. Um, I've been in this business for a very long time. I've been through the ups, the downs, the eighteen percent um, mortgage rates when I was living in New Jersey. I lived through the 2008, 2009 um, mortgage nightmare. I've lived through COVID. And let me tell you something, the luxury market is roaring in South Florida. Um, In fact, I've never sold more luxury properties in my career. I just had my record high less than a month ago for $7.7 million. I had never done that before. And I keep reaching for higher and higher. Um, People want to move to South Florida. We've got the weather. We've got the lifestyle. We've got the... um, the you no know, state income tax. Um, people are moving here. In fact, Amazon is moving to Miami. I don't know if you heard, but oh, they're relocating. Yep, they're relocating from uh, Seattle. So this brings a big chunk of change down to our area. Our our values are going up across the board. In particular, homes that are renovated, new construction. So my um, advice to sellers out there, in particular, is to renovate your homes now because you're going to get a good return on investment. Most of the buyers out there, there, in fact, let's say the millennial buyers, they're looking for the HGTV homes. And if you've got a grandma home, you need to switch it up now and you will recoup the benefits with the renovations, which I, in particular, that's what I'm really good at, um, helping people make renovations in their current homes to uh, bring them up to today's HGTV type of property that the sellers want to buy, the buyers want to buy. And, um, you know, getting a good return on investment, plus being able to enjoy your home with, let's say, your new kitchen or your new floors or your new roof or whatever it is that we need down here in South Florida. But I think the market's incredible. I don't see it slowing down at all. I really don't. Well, that's definitely good to know for sure. So, Ayanna, I wonder how much of that's what I keep hearing more and more people keep flocking to Florida, South Florida specifically. Um, uh, There's a lot of favorable laws here in the state. I think a lot of it has to do with the political climate down here as compared to some of the other, uh, you know, 
historically uh, <laughs> yeah. states states that people flock to, like California. Uh, the well, they're more, coming here. They're coming here. In fact, there it is. An example is Amazon's coming over this way. I wonder why. I mean, it's going to bring a lot of money into Miami and Broward. Yeah, definitely. So sitting here today, looking back through your journey, mm-hmm. is there something that comes to mind, a life hardship or a challenge, something that you struggled with that maybe was a defining moment, something that looking back at that experience, you could say that you're either grateful for having experienced it or it helped shape, shape you to where you're at today? Hands down has to be the birth of my son, Cody, who was born with anaphylactic food allergies um, back in 1997. I was living in New Jersey and he freaking rocked my world because he was so scary. Uh, Ambulances and EpiPens. And I was afraid of food. You know, I had a really like I was telling you before, Jeremy, I had to take control. I took control of that wheel to keep his world safe. But what it taught me um, in the long run is, is discipline, really. Um, I, I could protect him as a, as a young baby by pre- pre- preparing my environment and making sure, you know, I had food planned in advance, making sure that if there was a party that I had to go to, that I made sure that I brought food with me, that I let everybody know what was going on. And the most important thing I learned is that I would stand up to people to, you know, I needed them to do the right thing, especially for my child, um, to advocate for him as a young child who couldn't speak till he was four due to the food allergies and the constriction in his throat. But it taught me how to stand up to, let's say, doctors, um, this faculty in the schools when they said there was no peanut free table. And I, you know, said, that's not fair. And where's my kid supposed to like it almost like inclusiveness in a different way. There was a lot of, um, uh, you know, what's that called prejudice toward people. It's almost like it's a disability, but it really became his ability to learn how to deal with people. He learned how to say no to so many things. In fact, today, this kid doesn't even drink and he can say no to alcohol because he had to say no to bread and peanut butter and eggs and all the things he could not have as a child. He couldn't have cake. The kid couldn't have candy on Halloween, but I mean, Honestly, was it a hardship? Absolutely. It made me a very strong person. It made me an advocate. I stand up for things that I believe are right. And I will fight as a mama bear to the death for my children, as well I will do so for my clients. When I know something's not right, let's say I get an appraisal in and it's wrong. Guess who's going to stand up? It's going to be me. Mama bear's at the helm. She's going to take care of business. I'm going to get that appraisal to come up to where it belongs you know, and I, I think I bring that to the table because of what I went through. I mean, if I had to do it all over again, I mean, I really didn't like doing that. But he's doing so well today. Um, it's made him I just he's an incredible person, the way he just stands up for things and how people say to me how that he helps other kids who have food allergies as well. He gives back to the community. And I made it a point in my life to give back to the community. I got him involved in food allergy research and education because I wanted him to not feel alone. And really he, it doesn't even affect him anymore. It's just, but I think it was the way I handled it. I just, I encouraged him, you know, that you're, we're all the same and okay, so you can't eat that, but you know, we have to get along with other people. And I would just say that was probably the biggest challenge I've ever had. And then I'm grateful, honestly, that he's still in my life. He's alive because it was hard, but Hey, it made me very resilient and it made him very resilient. And I think in our world, we really need resiliency because a lot of people do lack it. Absolutely. Very, very passionate about that, obviously. Mama Bear, 
<laughs> love it, love it, love it. So what would be the one thing that you'd like to leave our listeners with that you'd like them to know about your business? Well, that it is a family business. So I'm working on legacy. I think I mentioned that before, but um, it really matters to me that my team were like a family. In fact, next week, um, I like to incorporate into my business, giving back to the community. So uh, as a my original job before I got into real estate, I was a, actually a wedding planner. My husband was a golf professional and we worked at a country club in New Jersey. And I used to run parties, weddings, bar mitzvahs, golf outings. So what I like to bring to the table today in South Florida is I like to have events. I like to invite my clients out, my fellow colleagues, realtors, um, people connect, connecting with people from my community in particular. So next week, this is my sixth annual cookie exchange. What I do is we all bring cookies. I bring in music. We bring in all sorts of fun things to do. We bring in raffles and everybody that brings a toy for a charity this year, it'll be Joe DiMaggio Hospital down in Hollywood, Florida. Um, somebody's going to win a two-night stay at the Hard Rock Guitar Hotel. For every toy you bring, you get a raffle ticket. And if anybody wants to join us, it's going to be at Akai Estates on December 13th from 2 to 5 o'clock in the afternoon. It's going to be all over my social media. So what I like to do is give back to the community, have fun with my team, and my clients and my fellow realtors and connect the communities in a giving back. That's my thing. I just like to give back. Um, it's fun and I'm really good at it. And that's what I want people to know. How can our listeners learn more about the Sklar team? Please share your website, your contact information. Let us know how we can get a hold of you. Well, it's really easy. Sklarteam.com is our kick-ass, oops, said the word, website. You're good, you're good. <laughs> so everything's there. Also follow us on social media. We're on TikTok, Instagram, LinkedIn, and Facebook, Rose Sklar. Um, pretty much I'm the content creator. You can follow me on my very funny reels where I get in trouble with my family when they say, I can't believe you live in South Florida. It's so hot and there's so many mosquitoes. So I do kind of funny stuff too, so. Follow and join us next week if you can. I'd love to see you guys at uh, Akaya States for my cookie exchange. We will, of course, link in the description below to all of your contact information. Rose, pleasure having you on the show. It was uh, great learning about your story and what you do for our great community. So thanks for joining us. Thank you, Jeremy. Happy yeah. holidays. Uh, to you as well and to our listeners. Thanks for tuning in and we will catch you next time. Everyone have a wonderful day. Thanks for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast, Cooper City. To nominate your favorite local business to be featured on the show, go to gnpcoopercity.com. That's gnpcoopercity.com or call 954-231-3170.